Hello everyone and welcome to the 13th episode of DualShockers Weekcast. I'm your host Giuseppe Nelva and this is a weekly podcast featuring Japanese games, anime, manga, Japanese geek culture and pretty much all things weeb. Today our main topic is Anime Expo, which is becoming more and more a place for small and medium publishers and developers that focus on Japanese games to make their announcement and reveals instead of E3. Uh, that being said, we'll get in there into a bit later. Uh, First of all, as usual, we're going to talk about the games and anime I, play, I played and watched during the past week. By the way, this week we are one day late, especially because, uh, simply because um, normally I record this podcast on uh, Sunday evening. But this week there was, on Sunday still was Anime Expo, and uh, we got a, the latest announcement really late from Bandai Namco, so I just waited and recorded on Monday instead. So, here we are. What games did I play this week? Uh, well, I played mostly a lot of, at uh, the beginning of the week, a lot of uh, Marvel of Alternative Strike Frontier. Yeah, I know it's kind of weird to play a lot of a mobile game, but it was the last week of the game, so I tried to play as much as possible because it actually uh, had a, a lot of storyline part about characters and stuff that uh, was not included in previous Marvel of games, so I wanted to actually see that part. Uh, at, at least as much as possible at it. Um, and it's kind of pity that it closed because they were like uh, doing experimental stuff in the, in the game. They were expanding on the story. Uh, it had its own story, but it also like, I think had uh, quite a few in some what could come next, uh, for the series. Uh, they were about to release the second part of the story, uh, at least started and, uh, that hinted to the future uh, Mav Love, uh, at set like 70 or so years in the future that, that seems that, um, age is working on. So, uh, unfortunately that's not come to be. But, uh, they said that the scenario they wrote and the source material is going to be published in their pamphlet that it's going to be sold at Summer Comic Cat. Uh, I'm not going to be there, unfortunately, because I'm going in September. Summer Comic Cat is in, in August. Um, I can't go there uh, into Japan two months in a row. It would be impossible. Besides, August, uh, has games come and I have to be in Germany <laughs> for that. Um, so yet, uh, I'm gonna try and get the uh the pamphlet when I go to Japan to see if there is any left or anything like that. Uh and see if I can uh report about it or at least tell you guys what's what's what it is all about. Uh other than that, uh I've been playing some Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh they released the new ver the new uh, patch. It's a four dot thirty five, I believe. Uh besides the fact that it's like a dot X5, uh, it's still a pretty uh, sizable patch. I haven't been able to sink my teeth into it just yet all that much, but uh, but definitely uh, there is a lot to enjoy. Uh, I also play, started playing uh, Shining Restaurant's Refrain, uh, and you know, it has Tony Taka's character designer. So, you know, that is that. <laughs> that's, that's enough already for me for actually starting enjoying the game. Uh, I have just started it, so I, I can't really have a full opinion on it just yet. Um, that's it for games. Uh, at least most, most games play like the, for the most part. Uh, anime. Anime is an interesting one because, uh, last week and this week, uh, we're gonna start of the summer anime season. It's not as rich 
as the spring anime season, which is normal because, you know, it's the summer, so the summer is normally a little slower, but there are quite interesting title, and some of them already started. So uh, I'm going to start with a couple that I already watched, and they are interesting. Uh, they're sports title, which is kind of uh, strange because I normally don't enjoy sports titles, but these ones are interesting. Uh, so the first one is Hanebado. And uh, it's uh, based on badminton. <laughs> that's the, the yeah. That's a pretty like uh, that's a pretty obscure sport for many. Uh, but uh, it's pretty popular in Japan and uh, uh, especially in high school levels. And uh, on top of that, it's uh, it's the sport featured in Mavlov <laughs> in the first Mavlov uh, Mavlov Extra. So yeah, that's there is a little bit of. Uh, a uh, sentimental value for me in there, even if I know pretty much nothing of Maddenton. Uh, but still, the anime has a very, very good uh, art style, uh, a very good animation, and I really like what I've saw so far. I saw only two episodes. Uh, it seemed to mix a little bit of sports competition and psychology, so it's not it's definitely interesting. Um, and the coach is so funny. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's my first recommendation. At least for the first two episodes, they're good. So the second one is uh, How Can I Receive? And that's another pretty obscure part, but very, um, very like appropriate for the summer. And that is Beach Volley. <laughs> the anime is actually based in Okinawa, which is actually make, makes it even interesting because that's another uh, place that it doesn't appear in many anime or manga. Uh, uh, sorry, um, anime or game or Japanese games also. Uh, and uh, it's uh, basically a total new buy that gets into Beach Volley uh, alongside a cousin that is like uh, an expert, but she quit. Uh, and they they seem that they will be facing a summer tournament or something like that. Uh, it's just the first episode, so we haven't seen that much just yet. Uh, the funny thing is that the lady that is like uh, a new buy, she's super tall, so, so she's kind of talented uh, for uh, beach volley, while they are cousin that quit, she's super short, so she has a problem in there. But it's gonna be interesting to see. Like the the art style is not as good as uh, Hanebado, uh, but it's pretty peculiar. Uh, I I kind of like what I saw and Okinawa, so it's perfect for summer, I guess. Uh, and uh, again, if you want to to see more of Okinawa, probably you should play Yakuza Three. For now, it's available only on PS3. Uh, but if you like sold your PS3, you're a loser. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, um, it's going to be uh, remastered for P for PS4 anyway. We haven't gotten a, a release window for the West or a release announcement at all. Uh, and maybe it's going to come to PC as well since they announced Yakuza 0 and Yakuza Kiwami for PC. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but it's going to come in Japan in... Uh, um, in August, uh, we'll see if they are going to announce a Western localization anytime soon. Uh, well, very soon we're going to get Yakuza Kiwami 2. So that's the remake of Yakuza Kiwami. Uh, sorry, of Yakuza 2. And so it would be very, very natural to go into Yakuza 3 like straight away. Uh, there is uh, the localization is pretty much done. Uh, because of course it was released in the West. That being said, the PS3 version, uh, that was released in the West was missing some content. Uh, so I guess they would have to recolocalize that because I don't think they would, with the current Sega 
policies and the current Yakuza fan base, I don't think releasing it censored or cut would fly. So that, they would have still to do a little bit of work in there. Uh, so we'll see. Being said, uh, sorry for the digression. Um, uh, another anime that's pretty interesting uh, is uh, uh, Shishisei no Subaru. Uh, that's pretty much a, I guess, edgy version of Sword, Sword Art Online. <laughs> but, uh, well, basically it's based, there is a group of uh, uh, players in a MMORP- in a virtual MMORPG that, uh, in this one, if you die, you don't die in real life, but you get game over. It's the, it has permadeath. So basically, if you die, your, your card is cancelled, your account is cancelled, and uh, it is deleted, so you, you can't play anymore. Um, they were playing in the past as a group um, with um, when they were in grade school, but when they when uh, one of them dies in the game, uh, she actually dies in real life for reasons unknown. So there is a bit of a, a sword online in there. Uh, when the protagonist is in high school, it gets pulled into the sequel of the or remake of this uh, game, and uh, because they he abandoned it, uh, actually the original game closed after the death of this girl for unknown reasons, and is pulled back into the remake or sequel of this game, um, and uh, she and he meets this girl again, the girl that died, and the episode ends there, so I don't know how it's going to continue, but the, pre- the premise is interesting, the graphics are a little simplistic, I guess, the, the visuals, but uh, we'll see uh, how it, uh, how it um, evolves. Uh, then there is Yakurei no How to Say Yaku no Valkyrie, uh, which is another pretty interesting title. Uh, it's pretty heavy on the edgy. Um, basically, this guy is summoned in uh, this high school guy is summoned in a fantasy world to become the patriarch of the clan that is at war with other clans. And he basically uses his uh, modern knowledge and his Wikipedia basically on his smartphone because for some reason, through a magical item that summoned him on this new this like word of past or whatever it doesn't really know if it's the another word or the past through this magical item basically his smartphone can still like get connection with the real world he actually can call his childhood friend back at home <laughs> so it's kind of weird <laughs> But and kind of go on Wikipedia and get information that he can use in this world to um, to actually communicate with uh, to actually like find things that are useful for his clan to dominate. Basically, it's kind of interesting, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Um, the premise also still is interesting, but it may be, be a terrible one. Like it has all the trappings of a terrible anime and some interesting elements. So we'll see which direction it goes then there is isekai maoto shukan uh, shukan shoujo no dorei majutsu uh this is also and still still kind of the same um the same vein uh basically this neat uh, gamer that used to be uh a super high level solo player in an mmorpg gets uh gets summoned in another word and uh there he gets summoned with the same looks and powers as his uh, alter ego in um, in uh, the MMORPG, 
and he's basically a demon king <laughs> with like super overwhelming powers. So uh, it, it's gonna be interesting to see where the hell it goes. Uh, interestingly, like he, the ritual that summoned him was supposed to basically uh, make him subservient, subservient to uh, the two ladies that summoned him. But he has a ring from his MRPG that reflects magic. So basically, the two ladies become his slaves. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's. It's also a, it has a very, but very heavy on the etchy, as you can imagine. Uh, but yeah, uh, those are the, the anime that I watched so far of the new, of the new season. Uh, I recommend mostly Hanebado because that's the one that st- stood up out to me the most. And Shichisei no Kusubaro also looks interesting. The other ones are, interesting as well but not something that i'm going to wholeheartedly recommend before i can see more episodes and today we get the big event at least for me because angle ma genkoku kasenki is going to be aired the first episode and as i told you many times and you're probably gonna read a piece on the site about that before that's gonna be published before this um webcast is going to be published uh, that's the, that's the anime that has the, based on the manga, that has the same setting as Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it's based in the Mongol invasion. Of course, it's not the same story, but if you're interested in Ghost of Tsushima and you haven't read, or even if you have read it, my, uh, my article that explains the, uh, the history behind it, or you simply don't know the history behind it, because, you know, you, you can definitely make your own research without reading my article, uh, or if you just want to know more or to enjoy the setting, um, the, this anime is set into that. It's a different story again from Ghost of Tsushima. There is no direct relationship between the two, but what, honestly, what are the odds that, uh, a anime based on, on the Mongol invasion of Japan, uh, is going to, to be released just when we saw the reveal of Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, because, and by the way, sorry, I had my air conditioning on. It's very hot. Uh, I just turned it off, so I'm going to like die here, but, you probably heard a little bit of noise in the background before. Uh, apologize about that. It's it's gone now. Sorry, um, but yeah, uh, it's very interesting because like there has never been, to my knowledge, an anime series or a video game entirely based on the Mongol invasion of Japan. So this coincidence is like amazing, <laughs> and uh, it, there have been some games that have included the Mongol invasion of Japan, mostly uh, strategy games, of course, but. Normally, that kind of setting is not historically very well documented, so it's more difficult to write stories about it. And also, it's uh, it's not as popular, definitely, in Japan as the Sengoku Jidai. So it's normal that it's uh, less represented. It's very much underrepresented in media, so it's actually very amazing that in the same period we get an anime and a video game totally separate without any cross influence between each other uh, maybe sucker punch will be will like take some inf- some inspiration but i don't know i i don't know if they read and or or like uh they read the manga at all uh, the manga has been going on for a little while um uh, actually that, that's the first thing i'm gonna ask them if i ever get to interview them i hope so um so yeah uh, it's gonna air today uh it's gonna uh, actually to, to today for uh, when you when you uh, 
see this episode when you listen to this episode of course it's tomorrow for me still uh but yeah um it's gonna be interesting i'm definitely going to watch it and i've i've seen a little bit of the manga i've read a little bit of manga and the manga is good so i'm hoping that the anime is as good as the manga uh we'll see the atmosphere is definitely interesting and i you know i love historical uh anime and manga and video games so uh it's pretty much like a not a sure bet but almost for me we'll see so let's finally get in our uh, sorry i digressed a lot so it took me a little while uh we are on uh, 60 minutes already uh let's get into anime expo so there has been quite a lot of announcement in Anime Expo. Uh, the Nis America, um, the American uh, branch of uh, Nippon Hitchi Software, uh, had quite a few announcements to start dances. They announced the Princess Guide for PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Uh, that's um, basic. Uh, before I get into that, though, first of all, let's talk about about Anime Expo in general. Sorry, I'm I'm jumping a little while, a little bit around. But Anime Expo is getting interesting because it's always been mostly focused on anime for the for the most part. But uh, recently, relatively recently, it has become more and more an outlet for many game developers and like publishers, mostly the smaller publishers, but also some big ones like Bandai Namco, uh, to make their announcement and their reveals outside of E3. And avoid the big E3 hubbub in which most of these games would be ignored. Uh, because of course there, there is the big exclusives, the big first party games, uh, and all that. So if you like announce a small game at E3, uh, it gets pretty much choked in, uh, in the middle of the whole chaos. So it's not a bad idea. It's right after E3, like just two weeks after, uh, three weeks after. So you're still into that, into that train of thought. You're still into the announcement atmosphere. But uh, it's very much more focused, and they do a lot more, um, more like focused and small niche announcements for Japanese-centric games. Uh, the one thing that I don't like all the much is that most developers do not care to live stream the announcements. So it's a little bit like there is a lot of like uh, uh, going around finding someone that can report for us there, and because um, at the moment we don't have any. Since Azario left, because he, as you may have known, uh, he has jumped the <laughs> the the moat, and now he works at a PR firm. So he does PR for the games that that he likes. So that's that's fantastic. Um, and that's a pretty natural like uh, outlet for people that wrote uh, about games. So it's 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 awesome for him that he works there now, uh, and I hope he's be he's gonna be successful in the field. But uh, since he's gone, we don't have a writer on the West Coast anymore, so it's more difficult for us to go to events like Anime Expo. Uh, They're not as big as E3, but uh, we'll we'll look if you if you are on on, uh, on the web West Coast and uh, you are looking to write for a website. Uh, contact us you never know um we definitely would like to uh, expand our team in the future um so a little bit of a psa there <laughs> especially in in the west coast because we are all east coasters and europeans so or people in the middle uh anyway 
Animax was becoming really interesting for that. And there is a lot of uh, uh, gaming publishers and gaming uh, developer presence. And it's nice. Uh, I, again, I would like to have a little bit more live streams. Uh, so this, this, uh, this year all, pretty much only Spike Chunsoft had a live stream. Other than that, it was mostly like press releases trying to get them. I had the time to get the uh, the scoop when uh, when the announcements were made uh, but yeah definitely a very very interesting lineup uh, even if it's mostly smaller games uh, so the princess guide which uh, if you are not um, familiar with the title you probably are not unless you read the news post uh, it's uh, uh, Nipponichi Software's Anata no Shiki Hime Kyo, oh my god, Kyoikatan, uh, which was like translated as your four princess training story at the beginning, uh, but it's been like now adapted into the princess guide. Basically, you're the guide of the princesses. You play someone that has to train these princesses, uh, to, um, to become like uh, full-fledged, uh, rulers for the nations. Um, and it's a, Pretty interesting gameplay, I believe. And I, it's of course not a super high budget game. It's the usual, uh, Nipponichi software, uh, game, but it's, uh, the, 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 the artwork is very nice. I, I'm interested. Then, uh, they announced RPG Maker MV for PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. That's interesting to have an RPG Maker, Maker title on console. Um, the, the game has been released on Steam for a while. In, in 2015, I believe, and I actually have it, and and I, I I had this like very small stint in which I tried to make one, and uh, honestly, that kind of gave me renewed respect for people that make uh, RPGs on, um, on RPG Maker because people think it's easy, but it's not. It's really a lot of work still. Uh, sure, there are people that do like uh, asset flips and stuff like that, but uh, making a game, even even while, like using while using like the default assets, is really, really, really complex. Unless you want to like not complicated, not difficult, but it's a long process. It takes a long time, a lot of dedication. So my Attempt to writing a game was like kind of stunted by the lack of time, but yeah, that gave me some renewed respect for people that that do that because it's not easy, it's not quick, definitely. Then uh, this was a pretty like surprising announcement. So Nice America announced the Caligula Effect Overdose, which is the PS4 version of the Caligula Effect, or simply Caligula, as it was titled in Japan. It was released for PS Vita. Uh, and they announced it for uh, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Uh, the original, the Japanese version was only for PS4, like the, the, this remaster for PS4. Of course, it was for PS Vita as well. Uh, but it's going to get a Nintendo Switch and PC port by Nice America. This is actually the, the interesting part. Uh, this is also a kind of virtual world-ish title, but more on the idol point of view. Uh, it's still kind of like Sword Art Online, but not like Sword Art Online in many ways. And it's much more psychological, I believe. Um, I played just a little bit of the original because I didn't have to, to uh, review it, and I didn't have the time yet. I'm just going to play this one for PS4 uh, or PC, uh, depending on which one I want to get. But um, the original one was not published by Nice America. It was published by Atlas USA. So 
Atlas USA kind of dropped it, dropped the ball, and East America pulled up. Uh, it's going to be interesting if they are going to just inherit the, um, the localization in some way. They're going to have a deal between Atlas and East America. I don't know. But uh, it's definitely interesting to see like a publisher switch on what is basically just a remaster of a game. There are some like new elements, but not many. So it's basically the same game with better graphics and a little bit of additional stuff. But but it's not a big, big evolution, and the dialogue is the same. So I guess business-wise, it would make sense for them to use the same localization, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen or not. Depends. We'll see. Then, uh, Labyrinth of Refrain Covenant Dusk got a new trailer that showcased the cast. Uh, well, that was just a trailer. Uh, nothing big in that. Uh, I'm not sure I like the English localization, the English like, uh, voice acting, especially the little kid. Oh my god, that's grating. But uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I actually honestly don't have an opinion just yet. But, uh, it's a, Typical dungeon crawling and RGRPGs. So, uh, if you like that genre, you probably like this one. The, the visuals, the artwork especially is very good. And I, I really like that. We'll see. Then, um, they also got another character trailer for Disgaea 1 Complete, uh, which is the remaster of uh, the original Disgaea Howard Darkness. Uh, the trailer was focusing mostly on Flon and uh, on uh, the other angels, but yeah, it was mostly just a card trailer, nothing big here. Uh, then, uh, Spike Chunsoft started its, uh, its news. And, uh, they, and first of all, they announced that Stainsel Gate Elite for PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC is going to be delayed to early 2019. Originally, it was believed a 2018, uh, release uh this is actually pretty interesting like it's a pretty unique operation because they basically picked the original stance gate they picked the anime that they and that they made in 2011 and they smashed them together so basically there is uh the game the original artwork and the anime artwork smashed together in a way that's pretty interesting uh they also of course made some new anime cutscenes for the Roots that were not covered by the anime because, of course, the anime just covered one root. So you didn't, you, they would not be able, would not make sense to make this operation if they just add one root that is, um, covered by the anime cutscenes and all the other roots are not covered at all. So they're gonna still, that there's, if you like the anime, you're gonna get some, like, new scenes in the same style as the anime. Honestly, I would like to see a new anime with different roots, but, uh, uh, that that's that's pretty much what we are having now in the, in the end. So yeah, I'm interested to play this game, but it's gonna be until 2019. So it's gonna be a while. Uh, then the big announcement that everyone was uh, was kind of waiting for, at least every weeb, I guess, or every fan of uh, uh, Kotaro Chikoshi and uh, his, uh, his series, his Zero Escape series of games, and that's his new game that was originally codenamed Project Sync. Now it has a title, it has a, some information, and we know that it's gonna come for PS4, Switch, and PC as well. Um, that's, uh, and it's titled AI the Somnium Files, uh, or I the Somnium Files. And that's very interesting because it looks to be a mystery, uh, title, uh, with some, uh, like cyberpunkish elements in it, like some investigation and, and uh, cyberpunk in the middle as well. 
and like but Japanese style cyberpunk, not the, the like the original cyberpunk. Um, it's set in the near future Tokyo, and uh, you have to investigate a series of mystery, serious murder case. Uh, and interestingly, the character design is by Yusuke Kozaki, uh, which you probably know for having worked No More Heroes, uh, also on some. Uh, uh, Fire Emblem games as well, but and quite a few like is a big character designer and one of my favorite actually. I really like his his artwork. Uh, we got to see two characters already. Uh, the the protagonist is his name is Date. Uh, he has a man bun, but I guess I can forgive that. Uh, not a fan of man buns, but yeah. Um, and uh, but he is a, he is a cool character design. But it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh, also, that we saw a AI idol, I believe her name is Iris, and she has like mechanical cat ears <laughs> and pink hair. Uh, but we'll have to see which role they have. And the of course it's Kotaro Ushikoshi, so the story is probably going to be very intriguing. Um, so that's that's coming. Uh, we don't know when. So it doesn't have a release window just yet. But we know it's going to come for PS4, Switch, and PC. Next, this one was big. And I know another publisher that is probably like eating his nails at the moment because I know they wanted to bring it. Uh, but uh, Spike Chansoff is going to bring West the uh, You Know A Girl Who Chants Love At The Bound Of This World, which is a remake of a very, very old uh, visual novel um, that was originally released on the PC-98 and then on the Sega Saturn and PC, but that was 1996, I believe, like a million of years ago. And uh, in Japan, they, they released this remake in the spring of 2016. Um, but this, this big one, like it's by uh, Lake Hiroyuki Hano and uh, it's a it's a great story, a very, very good art style, and it's a real classic. So it's great that it's coming west. Uh, I'm very happy to see it. I'm definitely going to play the hell out of it. It's going to come for PS4 and PC. It's missing the PC, the PS Vita version, unfortunately, because in Japan they released it on PS4 and PS Vita. Uh, they also got some ports of other platforms there, but in, in the West it's coming for PS4 and PC, at least for now. And it's coming in 2019, so there is still a bit to wait. This is a super classic, and I'm super happy coming, it's coming West. I'm really, really, really overjoyed. I can't wait to play it. Uh, then, still Spike Chansoft add more. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit, actually. Uh, and we got a release date for uh, 428 Shibuya Scramble, uh, which is a very interesting visual novel title, because adventure title, because it's um, designed by Koichi Nakamura and directed by Jiro Ishii, first of all. Uh, it was released originally for Wii in 2008, and it got a PS3 and PSP version in 2009, but it never got West. So... We're finally getting in the West for PS4 and PC. Actually quite close on September 4th. I'm probably going to be able to play this before uh, I go to Japan. I'm going to go to, to Tokyo on uh, September 13th. I'm going to be there on September 14th because, of course, it takes a long time to get to Tokyo from here. It's going to be my 2 to 12 hours and a half flight. Uh, but uh, it, it's based on real world. It's based on Shibuya. Uh, the title, if you're wondering, it's... Um, is based on a scramble crossing that's very popular in Shibuya, the one in which there is thousands of people that cross every time the light gets green. And I'm very 
like sentimentally tied to Shibuya. I really love the area. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love this game. And it's interesting because the, the visuals are like all live action. So it's not your usual visual novel. Definitely not your usual visual novel, but it's a title I'm very interested in. I'm really love, gonna love finally getting to play it. And, um, so yeah, that's that was an interesting one. Then Arc System Works finally revealed uh, Kill a Kill game, the, the game adaptation of the Kill a Kill anime, uh, which is titled Kill a Kill game if, and it will be for PS4 and PC. We got the first for the first full trial with gameplay. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Kill a Kill game, the anime, what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, it's probably the most successful game anime by Studio Trigger. Um, and, uh, the game is coming in 2019. It seems to be some kind of arena battle action game, but it, it's not yet, like, easy to understand how the hell it plays. Uh, the genre is simply described as KLK battle action. Uh, we just saw, um, the two protagonists in uh, in action, but there seems to be more characters, of course. And it seems that it will be an untold story, so it will not be like reproducing the story of the of the anime. But it's coming. Uh, the first playable title is gonna be at Evo 2018. So I guess it's very fighting oriented because if you present the first playable, the boat of a game at Evo, at Evo. Uh, that's pretty much the game you're playing. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, by the way, the uh, development is not by Arc System Work itself. It's, uh, so don't expect, uh, don't expect uh, Dragon Ball Fighters uh, or their like, 2D style, uh, which would be so good if it was like 2D. It's 3D. Uh, but it's developed by Apple A+, which is uh, the same studio that works on Studio Trigger's uh, Little Witch Academia Chamber of Time. So they're pretty familiar with, with working with Studio Trigger, so there is that. Little Witch Academia was a pretty good game. It wasn't an exceptional game, but it wasn't a bad game. Uh, definitely, if you look at anime games, it's on the upper echelon. Like, not the exceptional ones, but the, the, the pretty good ones, which are not exactly like the norm. <laughs> so hopefully this one will be, will be from pretty good onwards, upwards, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Then... Uh, we get into the uh, visual novel stuff more heavily. In- oh, by the way, sorry. Um, since they, they made the announcement on a different day, um, we um, I, for- uh, I forgot to talk about that because it was later. So uh, they got the announced release window for the West for uh, Zanki Zero Last Beginning, which is the new dungeon-crawling JRPG from the authors of Danganronpa. And it's very dark and weird and psychological. It's, it's from Danganronpa's people, so come on. Uh, you know what it is about. Uh, but it's going to come in North America and Europe for, uh, in, in uh, spring 2019. So uh, there is still quite a bit to go. Uh, the game is coming to Japan really soon. Um, so, uh, like in the next few days, actually. July, July 5.15, actually. So it's, yeah, it's, it's like five days from now. So they're gonna take their time to localize this one. Uh, but it's gonna come for PS4 and PC. So it's losing again the PS Vita version. So no surprise there. Um, and it's coming in the spring. So there is quite a bit of time. Spring 2019 is looking up for Japanese games. Uh, so now, uh, let's get into uh, the visual novel realm. Uh, so Frontwing, 
uh, announced Iceland for the West, a Steam release of Iceland. Uh, that's gonna come like uh, in uh, uh, when is it gonna come? Um, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Uh, it's summer, so there, that is summer pre- released. Uh, it it was announced um, on uh, it's it coming in Japan only on PS4 on June 28, uh, and was released uh, in uh, for PS Vita in 2016, 17. Sorry, um, but this one is for Steam, and it's gonna come uh, in the summer. Iceland, it's a very interesting visual novel with a very interesting art style. Uh, it's pretty nice. Uh, they also announced a couple of, um, of like etchy ish title, uh, but, uh, which is Lokalov and uh, Lily Tales. And both of them is, are going to be released in, uh, uh, on Steam as well. Uh, but uh, they're gonna get the usual uh, 18 plus game uh, patch uh, distributed separately. So if you don't want the cut version, you're gonna be able to play the um, the uncensored version with the patch as usual. Uh, and they also announced the, the anime adaptation of Grisaya Phantom Trigger. Trigger is gonna uh, the English version is going to be aired later this year uh, with the Blu-ray uh, Blu-ray sets that were going to are going to be available as Kickstarter rewards. So moving on, uh, we move to um, Axis. Axis, which uh, has come a little bit like small in this uh, in this anime expo, I guess. Uh, they announced Deathmark, uh, which we know as Sheen. Uh, that was released in Japan is Sheen and will come for PS4, PS Vita and Nintendo Switch with pretty much the same platforms as in Japan um, so it's not losing anything there uh, For and it's getting the PS Vita version so thank you Axis uh, Vita still means life a little bit <laughs> so it's a very 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 creepy scary horror visual novel it's by experience so that that's there is a mark mark of quality there. Then we're getting Ghost Parade, which is an horror adventure game by Lantera. I actually don't know much about that, but I don't think it's even Japanese, actually. Maybe they're Korean? This one is coming for PS4, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, then we got um, Dreamless Games, uh, Stardust Galaxy Warriors Stellar Climax, which is also already available for PC and PS4 and Xbox One. This one is coming to Switch. And if you love Otome games, uh, which if you're not familiar with Otome games, what's wrong with you? Uh, they are games mostly for a female audience, but I like them. Uh, and basically it's a harem game for girls, uh, with a lot of pretty boys instead of pretty girls. So, uh, they are going to localize code realize wintertime miracles for PS4 and PS Vita. So, Vita still mean li- means life. Thank you, Axis Games. Actually, they say that this is probably going to be one of the last um, physical games on PS Vita, and it's coming in 2019. Uh, so this is a fan disc of the Code Realize series, but it's it's another interesting one. I like the Code Realize series. So if you like that kind of games, uh, you still want to look forward to it in 2019 in physical version. Uh, then... Uh huh. Um, let's move on with uh, more visual novels. Uh, Sekai Project also made it quite a lot of announcement as usual. Uh, they really like to make announcement at um at Anime Expo. So we're getting nine nine by Sakusaku developer Palette, 
and um, it actually looks pretty good. It has a really nice little uh, art style. It's gonna have this all is titled by Sekai Project all for PC. They they mostly do PC. I mean, even they lately they announced their uh, console initiative that's called Sekai Games, but they still haven't much into that lineup. Anyway, this one is going to be an episodic game with um, uh, each episode. Uh, focusing on one heroine. So that's interesting. Uh, then we get, uh, La Stanza, uh, by, uh, Iskude. No, sorry, that's not La Stanza. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm still a little sick because there is a little bit of like excursion, uh, by Innocent, Innocent, Innocence. And it's a kind of slice of lightish, uh, lifeish drama visual novel. Uh, it's a, Tragic event. Basically, there is a tragic accident, and various characters have to cope with it. So it's a really interesting one. Um, I'm going to look forward to it. Then there is uh, a sequel of Relord, Relord to the Witch uh, of Cologne and Black Cat uh, by Excuda. Um and uh, basically it's a strip RPG uh, like the original ones, um, and it's the second game of the of the of the trilogy that's planned. Uh, and, uh, uh, there will be, uh, a 18 plus version because originally this was an Etchy title. Uh, and it will be distributed as usual, Sekai Project, as their alliance with Dempasoft. So the 18 plus version will come, uh, by, from Dempason, Dempasoft. And, uh, then we get Idol Connect Asterisk Live by Creative Frontier, Frontier, uh, also from Steam, of course. Um, it's, it's basically a, a Port-ish vampire game, but it's been transformed into a visual novel. So that's an interesting project. Uh, so basically, they they reuse most of the assets and they made it into a visual novel. So we'll see, we'll see how it is. Uh, Sumiko Software is going to bring uh, Arumada Kuru um, again uh, for Steam, um, and again there is going to be a uh, eighteen plus version. Uh, from Dempasoft. Also, this one has a pretty good, uh, art style. Um, a little bit on the lowly version. So it's not much my thing, but people that like it, uh, will probably like it as well. Uh, talking about good art style, uh, we're also getting, um, uh, Witch Love Diary, uh, by Kubrand. Uh, which is the original title is Majo Koi Niki, which is probably the title which, which you know it if you love visual novels. And that is also a, uh, interesting, like, um, magical, Majoko style, um, uh, visual novel. Uh, she's also coming to Steam and with an 18 plus version again via Denpasoft. Um, last but not least, uh, on July 27th, we're getting Nikopara Extra. And that's the prequel, uh, Fandeskish, uh, release of Nekopara, uh, which is basically on a focus on when, uh, uh Chocolate and Vanilla fi- first get into the, uh, into the protagonist's household and pretty much how they adapt to it and everything like that. That's also for PC. Uh, interestingly, the Nekopara volume one, by the way, has been de- delayed for most most platforms and regions uh, to later this summer has been released only, I believe, for Switch on uh, in uh, North America, and it's been the lead in the delayed in Europe for Switch and worldwide for P- for PS4 to later this summer. I don't know why they didn't say. They say various circumstances. I wonder if it has to do with certification. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, 
you, if you want to enjoy the Nekopara series on console, for now you can play it only if you're in North America and on the Switch, or if you use a North American account on the Switch. Um, then we move to Manga Gamer. So you know that there is most, most of these is uh, a spicy stuff. So, um, first of all, we start with non-spicy stuff, which is, uh, Lil, Lil Isle, I think that's how to pronounce it. Rainbow Stage, uh, by Particle. Uh, that's actually a Yuri visual novel, but it's a, like, a all ages visual novel. Uh, so that's a, that's, that's a very nice art style. Um, but it's certainly, uh, like very niche. I, I'm interested, so I'm going to play it for, uh, but I, when I get time, because you know, visual novels take a lot of time to play, uh, but it's coming. Uh, I don't believe they announced the release window for this one. Actually, they didn't announce the release window for anything, if I'm not wrong. But they not, they made, they announced game, but they did not, did not announce the release window. Moving to spicier stuff, especially if you like BL stuff, uh, you know, boys love, so boys loving boys, uh, they announced, uh, uh, Lucky Dog One, uh, which is uh, a really brutal-ish 18 plus game, definitely 18 plus, um, by Tenenoji. And uh, so there is that. And then there is something more to my course, I guess, uh, which is Rans 9 and Rans 10 are both coming. So we're just waiting for the first one now, but they're going to complete the series. Um, Rans 9 is, uh, and, and Rans 10 are already, of course, being released in Japan. And, but they're coming. They, I've already done quite a lot of work on Runs 9. Runs 10, they haven't even started yet, so it's coming whenever. Uh, but they pretty much just tried to just make it public that they are coming, that they're not, they did not announce any release date or re- even release windows. Uh, but yeah, the Run series is a super successful, etchy, uh, tactical RPG series. And, uh, the gameplay is actually very interesting and the story is, <laughs> story is an acquired taste because his the protagonist runs is probably the most insufferable asshole <laughs> sorry for <laughs> that you're ever going to see as a protagonist of a game but that kind of makes it interesting uh, because he's such an asshole that it, it it's actually kind of become endearing in some ways <laughs> So yeah, there is that. Definitely also of course a 18 plus title. The guy and the, the, the basically the whole premise is that, that this guy thinks that all women belong to him. Yeah, all your bases. Uh then uh, we're getting into two bigger announcements, I guess. Um which is uh, that Bandai Namco was it was it was the closest closing announcement at, at Anime Expo for games, basically the last one to come. Uh, Sunday night. This is the reason why I uh, I'm releasing this podcast late. Uh, and so um, in is it's like a behind closed doors conference. Sorry, a panel. Bandai Namco focused on anime games. Bandai Namco showed a bunch of trailers of game of. Uh, Games that we already know about, uh, and those trailers have not been published just yet, so they're probably gonna come this week. Maybe some that will come today. I don't know. Uh, we'll see about that. But they f- they close with the announcement of the Western release of Tokyo Ghoul Recall to Exist, 
And this is a survival action online-ish with an offline mode game. So we'll see, but it's based... It is based on Tokyo Ghoul Re, but it has the characters from all the Tokyo Ghoul anime. Ghoul anime. So um, we have the whole cast. Uh, the, the protagonists appear in bodies forms. Uh, so yeah, it's... Uh, it, it promises like special moves and all that. You can play it by, by a ghoul or an investigator, pick sides. They, there is an offline mode, so there is some story mode in it. It's not just an online game like Naruto to Boruto, for instance, but it still kind of looks like in that vein, in the Naruto to Boruto and Black Clover vein. And honestly, I don't know, the, the looks aren't that great. Uh, that looks like the usual Bandai Namco anime game fair. Like internally de- developed. I'm not sure. Uh, it's a big franchise, so hopefully they put more resources in it. Like if you listen to my, uh, to my podcast to the 18, 11th episodes in which I talk about anime games in particular, uh, in general, sorry. You know what I think about this kind of projects that kind of feel a little bit low budget. Hopefully it will surprise me. I will, I, I will keep an open mind as I usually do. Uh, hopefully I will be surprised. Hopefully I'll be, I'll be able to play it when I go to, to Tokyo Game Show. Uh, normally they have a showcase of, as, uh, with Bandai Namco there. And hopefully I'll be able to play it there and see what, what at all it is about. Um, I don't know if it might be playable. Of course they, they have not announced it yet. We don't have a release window for the West. Uh, we have a release window for the, for Japan, which is this winter. So there is a good possibility that it's going to be playable in September at, uh, in, at Tokyo Game Show. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, this was the big announcement, certainly. And it's going to come, uh, to the West for PS4 and Steam. I was expecting coming with Switch release, but this also is another of the many games for Bandai Namco that's skipping the Switch for reasons unknown. Uh, definitely it looks like it would run like super easy on Switch. Uh, I will see. Then, I kept this for last, even if it wasn't made for last, because it was probably my favorite announcement at the Anime Expo. And that's, uh, that and request by Compile Art is gonna come to the West. Uh, and it's gonna come to the West in early 2019, only for PS4. Uh, Compile Art does not seem to be very keen on adding other platforms, at least not at launch. Uh, like, uh, we, the Black Rose Valkyrie or Dark Rose Valkyrie, whichever you want to use, uh, was released first on PS4 and then it was ported later to PC. So this does not mean that it's a PS4 exclusive that will never come to other reasons, to other platforms, but at least at launch, it's gonna be only for PS4. Uh, I really love these, um, these games graphics and visuals. Uh, they actually use the better engine than they normally use for their compile, for compile hearts games. Uh, it's coming, of course, by, by, uh, Idea Factory International. Uh, it has a, a mix of visual novel-ish and RPG in the middle, but there are some usual visual novel style, uh, dialogue scenes that, uh, we are all used to from compile heart, but it looks very good. Um, and, uh, Hopefully it's good, uh, gameplay wise. The gameplay seems very, like, dynamic. You can actually install, like, basically the game is set on, in a glitchy virtual MRPG that has been closed or not even opened. And there is this lady, this programmer, that has been trapped into it, and uh, a colleague is 
basically trying to help her getting untrapped. <laughs> and uh, he is helped also by some AI that has become sentient. Uh, and uh, there are some edgy elements as usual. It's a compiled hard game, so you can expect it. Uh, like when they when they enter glitch mode and they become super powerful, they're basically naked, <laughs> almost. Uh, but it's a interesting RPG, and basically you can install plugins into the game to kind of turn the combat into a different genre. So you can turn it into a strategy game, you can turn it into a fighting game, whatever, a, 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 a FPS game. It's it's interesting like that. So it's basically kind of a, a darkish. It, there is a lot of horror elements, so it's a much darker version of Sword Art Online. Basically, again, uh, it looks like we're getting the the virtual MMORPG is basically becoming a genre of its own <laughs> lately, which is you know it's not bad. I don't dislike that. I like the premise a lot. So as long as it's not abused, well, yeah, it's been abused for a while, I guess. So yeah, <laughs> well, we'll see. Anyway. Uh, that's it for Anime Expo. It was definitely an interesting show. And since we're now approaching the 52nd minute of uh, this podcast, and I'm going along as usual, I thought I was, since I'm alone, I would be able to, you know, not go long anymore. But yeah, nah. <laughs> so let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the news real quickly because of course most of the news came from Anime Expo so there is going there is going to be a limited amount of Japanese news from other sources uh, in the last week first of all we got a release date for Shenmue 1 and 2 HD Remaster it's going to come on August 21st for a PC, PS4 and Xbox One so finally great uh, then Bandai Namco announced its lineup for Gamescom, uh, and the it's part part of his lineup because they say they're gonna have eleven playable title. Uh, maybe they're gonna have uh, one of those, and, and they announced actually eight. But this was before the announcement of Tokyo Ghoul, so maybe we're gonna have Tokyo Ghoul as well. I don't know, but the games we're gonna have for sure is gonna be Jump Force, Soul Calibur Six, Dragon Ball Fighters for Nintendo Switch, One Piece World Seeker, so the open world One Piece games, Code Vein, Ace Combat Seven: Skies Unknown, My Heroes One Justice, which is My Hero Academia, of course, uh, and Naruto Two: Boruto Shinobi Striker. Uh, the one I'm looking for is the most, of course, if you know me, it's Ace Combat Seven, uh, and uh, from the hints that were provided by the pub by the uh, by the pro- by the producer, I'm guessing we're gonna get a release date. This is my guess. I have no insider as usual. I, I always put this in front. I have no insider sources, so no one told me. But I'm believing there is going to possibly be a release date announcement at Gamescom, and I'm looking forward to it a lot. So you know, you know that you know how much I love this combat. So you know how excited I am. Oh, speaking of anime expos, I forgot. And uh, another thing that was that was uh, shown uh, was uh, it's kind of Japanese-ish is uh, that uh, Lab Zero Games showcased the opening animation of Invisible uh, their JRPG style RPG uh, but the Japanese part of it is that the opening animation is made by Studio Trigger, uh, the studio behind Kill la Kill and Little Watch Academia. And you can see a part of it on the side. It's really, really good. Anyway, and this was kind of in the middle between the, the Disney Week's news and Anime Expo's news, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that, that's something that you shouldn't miss. Uh, I already talked about Nekopara's delay on consoles. Uh, then, 
um, let's see what's next. Uh, we saw uh, some card trailer for Codvein. So far, we saw Mia Karnstein, Yakumoshino Nome, and Lewis. I'm guessing they're going to continue uh, with them. They uh, announced uh, Athena for Warriors Orochi 4. So the second Olympian that's going to come to the game. There is going to be five, I believe, playable Olympians. The first is Zeus. The second is Ali- uh, Athena. Then I'm guessing I'm going to get the classic Apollo, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Hermes? Hermes? We'll see. Uh, I, I don't know. Whichever they decide. We got some new screenshot for a Go to Eater 3. Introducing a new character. Uh, his name is, uh, uh, I remember only the Japanese version, Sieg, uh, Zeke. Zeke Pennyworth. Uh, all the main characters called Pennyworth because they're, they're, um, they're not siblings, but they are, they come from the same port and the name is taken out from that port. Uh, and they also present a new origami named Barbers and some origami that come back from other games. Um, so they're, that's an interesting title. So also, I'm looking forward to it. Still don't have a release window for the West or even for Japan. Uh, then uh, we got something a little bit disappointing, I guess. Uh, Leifang has been added to Dead or Alive Extreme Venus Vacation. Um, but as usual with new characters, uh, it has become kind of tradition. She's only behind a penguin. So unless you're willing to pay at the moment, you have no way to get her. And pay a lot because the, the gacha probability to get her it's 0.77% that's fucked up honestly dmm what the hell are you thinking uh but i guess they you know this kind of thing sells so i guess they they think they can get away with it so far they have but yeah the previous like they introduced four new characters since launch like uh the original one um was included in the game so you could get it from the get-go even if you didn't pay and you had a luna and luna got out of the paywall pretty pretty quickly uh then they released tamaki and tamaki has been released months ago and she's still not available unless you pay and she's at the moment she's not available at all she actually they actually removed her from the gachas uh which is sad because i really liked her uh but I hope that Leifang goes the route that they use for uh, Luna and not the route that they use for Tamaki because I don't know. It's I, I'm not honestly. If the odds were honest and lo- and like fair, I would maybe sink some money into it. But with these odds, I'm not going to to go to do a a, a gacha with zero dot seventy seven percent. It's not even possible so yeah if she gets out of the of the of the paywall good i was i'm not i'm not going to, to hold my breath I'm not gonna get the at all like i didn't get tamaki and who cares so uh what else oh yeah uh new carters i i forgot about this also this was from anime expo actually uh they announced new characters for uh a new character for snk heroines tag team frenzy uh, and that's Mu Mui Mui Dragon Gal from uh, from the Pachinko game Dragon Gal. Gal. They also she recently um, came out from uh, on on uh, King of Fighters 14, so you're probably familiar with her there. But she's actually originates from one of SNK Playmore's uh, Pachinko Pach Pach slot machines. Uh, yeah, that, there isn't much about that that I feel like talking about. She's a cute character. We'll see. Um, then. 
we got a new reveal for Soul Calibur 6, a new character, and it's a new returning character, and that's Talim. And she looks fantastic. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to that. So, to, to playing her, even if I'm still gonna main Secret because Secret cheesy enough that I can actually win with her. But I really love how Talim looks in this game. Then they announced a new uh, a release date for My Hero Academia Wants Justice or My Hero Wants Justice. I can't bring myself to call it My Hero Wants Justice. It's a terrible title. Uh, anyway, that's coming on October 26th. And for um, PS4, PC, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, they also uh, uh, reveal uh, Gran Torino, uh, the old retired uh, gentleman hero and uh, muscular villain. So we got we got two more characters there. Then um, let's see what else was there. Uh, okay, I already talked about it. Uh, Mobile Alternative Strike Frontier closed, and that's sad for me. Uh, but they they promised that Mob Love isn't over as a series. It's going to continue. Uh, that's something that we already knew because the um, Tokoki Yoshimune, the author of the series, to- told us in our interview. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward very much to what they know. You know I'm a big fanboy for the Mob series, so probably not surprised about that. Oh, another one that came from... Um, from uh, Animex, but I also forgot is Inti Creates uh, announced uh, that uh, the Nintendo uh, Dragon Market for Dead by the Mega Man X uh, stuff, sorry, uh, Mega Man Zero uh, stuff uh, is going to come for Switch this winter. So that's another one for the winter season. That's pretty good. Uh, then we got a new trailer, sorry, a new uh, reveal of a character for Black Clover Quarter Nights, uh, and that's uh, Klaus. Klaus Lunettes, and I guess his name comes from the fact that he wears glasses, because Lunettes is glasses in French. I don't know, actually. Uh, probably. <laughs> then we got a demo for Yakuza Kiwami 2, a new story trailer, but the demo is the big one. So if you want to play Yakuza Kiwami 2 in English and try the demo, you should go to the PSN and try it out, because it's a great demo. It's very extensive, and uh, it's a very good demo. You know, you, there is a lot to play. Uh, I definitely enjoy it. Then we got some new screenshot for Nelki and the legendary alchemist Atelier of the New Land, which is basically this city building RPG-ish game on, on in the Atelier series. The return of it, like it's kind of an Ulster game because it, there is like a ton of legendary alchemists for past games that come make a comeback. So yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I'm actually I love city building games. So if the gameplay is actually is deep enough. I think I'm going to enjoy this one a lot. And uh, uh, hopefully we get a localization announcement. Uh, the Koei Tecmo loves to make localization. They didn't, Koei Tecmo did not make any announcement at uh, Anime Expo, but they love to do localization announcement at, at uh, Tokyo Game Show. So we are possibly going to get a localization announcement there. Uh, this is maybe is the potential to be less niche than the usual, the, the usual, um, the usual Atelier games, so, uh, because it's a city builder, so it's kind of a sim city sim-ish game. So yeah, it is potential, hopefully. Um, then, uh, the publisher behind the Mad Love series were branded into Anchor. And, uh, well, actually, <laughs> it's a funny story because, uh, the, 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 the name before was Ixtel. I'm not talking about Aja, which is the, the developer, but Ixtel, which is the owner of Aja, uh, behind it. And basically, it's the, 
parent company of the studio. And uh, finally, they kind of rebranded from a name that was really difficult to, pr- to pronounce. I'm not even sure if I pronounced it right. Uh, into one that's more much easier. Anchor is much easier to pronounce, of course. Uh, they have a new president, which is also the per- which is in- interestingly the person that actually translated the uh, interview I did with Kaki Yoshimune earlier this year. He knows English really well, which is awesome for a Japanese businessman, and uh, uh, he seems to know his stuff. Um, I didn't talk to him very much, but I'm actually hoping to to in the future. Um, and the funny thing is that when I visited Ixtl, because the interview was at Ixtl headquarters, which is kind of a torture because I was waiting for the interview and they put me in a conference room with all the whole, the whole series of the Volks, um, action figures of the Mavlov, um, mechas. And I don't have them all. I have like 20 or 15 or 15 or 20 of them. And I'm a big collector. And there are a lot of them that I can find them in books. So they were released 10 years ago. So, and I, I like, oh my God, look at this. In front of this wall full of those models. And I was like, in oh, and I wanted to just touch them. There was, they were in boxes still, so I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I didn't steal any, I promise. Um, anyway, they, what, what I was saying is that when I visited Excel, I, Went into the front door. Uh, of course, it's 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 a big like um, building in Akihabara, so there is not only Excel there. Uh, I entered the front door, and the guard at the door come in. So big Western coming in, saying, "What the hell is this guy coming in in here?" Well, come in and ask me where the hell we wanted to go. I thought I wanted to go to Excel. I was like, "What?" And he didn't know how to pronounce it yeah, as well, so it was funny. Uh, anyway, now they're called Anchor, and more interestingly, they teased that there is a new project coming soon. They did not say if this new project is Mavlov or something else, but, uh, I mean, Mavlov is the centerpiece of uh, Anchor's, Ixtel's or Anchor's production, so hopefully it will be a new Mavlov. It's been a while since we got a new Mavlov, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to something new. Uh, the latest Mavlov was a uh, was a Strike Frontier. Now it's closed, so we are waiting for a new one. Nixtel or Anchor, whatever, <laughs> please. Next, yeah, I know. When I talk about Mavlov, I'm I ramble for for ages because I just love it. I mean, that's that's how it is. It's my favorite visual novel series. Yeah, I'm, I'm stalling because I'm like scrolling up the site to see what what else is there. <laughs> Uh, oh, they announced a, um, a new, <laughs> a, a new game for, uh, Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs, which is an anime series, a manga series, uh, from uh, Shonen Jump, weekly Shonen Jump, uh, that is getting an anime this season. It's gonna start, like, really soon, I think, in the next few days. And, uh, that, uh, and the game is gonna be for PS4 by Furio. By the way, uh, Speaking about Furio, I've seen some um, uh, some reports that they say that Furio has suspended develop- game development for the time being for this fiscal year. They're not. They suspended for the investment in games, so they're probably not going to announce new games. But they just announced this one, so they're still they're still developing games very much. Uh, so, and uh, if you don't know the anime, it's also or the manga, it's also called uh, in Japanese it's Yuragi Sono Yunasan. Uh, and, uh, it's, it looks like a, a roguelite, um, game, much in the vein of the, of many of the Toho games. Uh, 
but yeah, it's a, it looks good. It's an, it's an etchy-ish anime, uh, or, and manga. So you know what you're going into. <laughs> but yeah. And for you also, like recently I announced, uh, announced the other, th- that, uh, Cry, Crystar? Crystar. Uh, that is an action RPG. So they definitely have still games coming. They ju- they just announced that they're gonna freeze further investment, focusing on titles that they already have invested into. So it's not that they're gonna fuck- stop game development. So don't worry. The the reports you've seen about that that say they're gonna stop game development, those are incorrect. I guess some people don't know how to read Japanese, uh, or they just use Google Translate. So yeah, that there is that. Uh, then, we got quite a few, um, Japanese, uh, news yesterday. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got the PC version announcement of Monster Hunter World. It's coming on August 9th. Uh, and it has pretty, pretty big, uh, hardware requirements. Uh, it's gonna come on Steam, of course. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So if you have waited for the PC version to jump into Monster Hunter World, now you can. So that's that's good. And uh, let's see. I think we're pretty much almost done. Uh, oh yeah, uh, there is the last one, which is like from. Uh, I'm actually adding this part. So I, I'm sorry if you if you heard a little bit of a cut in there because I'm just adding <laughs> uh, this from yesterday. Um, the last one is uh, from Software just announced a release date for the Armor Core 20 Anniversary CD box. This is a massive soundtrack. It's 20 CDs. It costs 18,500 yen. That's pretty much almost uh, like $170 I, bet, I guess. The limited edition is uh, 29,800 yen, uh, which is uh, almost 280 bucks. But that one includes a CD record, which, with which you can record the tracks and put it into the, the digital format. Uh, it's going to come on November 1st. Uh, there is still no, um, no peep or say it about the possible new future, uh, armor core game, but we're getting this 20th anniversary soundtrack a year late because the 20th anniversary was like last year. Uh, but yeah, um, interesting. A little bit of an anecdote. You probably, if you follow the shocker for a while, you probably know. Uh, two years ago in 2016, I interviewed, um, Without a journalist, it was a roundtable interview at Banai Namco's showcase. I interviewed Ida Takamiyazaki and asked him uh, if they're making a new armor core. And he told me in Japanese, armor core wa tsukutemasu, which means we are making armor core, like right now. That's in Japanese, definitely an indication of we are doing this now. Not we are going to do it in the future, but we are doing it now. It was a very simple. It was other journalists there and other journalists that know Japanese even better than me. So, and they definitely understood the same that I did. And in fact, they, they, they reported it afterwards as well. Uh, so you've seen it on IGN, you've seen Dual Shockers, you've seen Kotaku, you've seen other outlets. It was, there was a lot of witnesses. Thing is, after I published that, the day after, they, of course, the Japanese press picked it up. And uh, uh, from software immediately sent a press release to Japanese press, only to Japanese press. They never sent us anything saying that uh, Miyazaki-san did not mean that. 
that it just meant that I, that I had an intention to continue the series. But the wording in Japanese doesn't really say that. It says it say very clearly that they are making now an Armor Core game. So I don't know. Personally, I think that was just backtracking on something that was that was not supposed to be said. But uh, you know, you know how these things go, and they they retracted. But according to me, they are making a new Armor Core. This is my opinion. Uh, and what Miyazaki said indicated that and kind of confirmed that. Then, if they wanted to deny it, that's fine. That's 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 the rule of the game. But that's my opinion. So I'm looking forward. Hopefully they're really making another one. And I'm looking forward to it because I really love the Armor Core series. In the meanwhile, uh, we have uh, De- Daemon and Max Machina by pretty much the same people uh, So on the Switch. So uh, we're still getting some Armor, Armor Core-ish action. But yeah, anyway, this is it for today. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I, I know I went a little long, but we had a lot of news from Anime Expo, so I hope you will forgive me. As usual, uh, if you like this podcast, please like and subscribe on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast in uh, on iTunes or where anywhere you listen to it. And uh, if you don't like it, please you can put the thumb down, thumbs down if you like. Uh, yeah, I know I kind of copied Jack's frags on this one, <laughs> but I like his videos, so I guess it influenced me a little bit. Um, anyway, um, if you dislike it, especially please comment, tell us what you don't like. I know you probably don't like them. I'm alone, but at the moment I'm the only one who can do this in, in dual shocker stuff. Hopefully, we'll get someone else soon. Uh, but at the moment, you're stuck with me. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I, I know that the podcast was more, much more interesting when Emily was here, but unfortunately she had to go on with her life. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, again, put comments, tell us what you like, what you would like, what you would like us to cover as teams. If you have any advice that you would like to us to take on, we definitely read all the comments. We don't get that many, so it's not difficult. <laughs> so please give us our feedback, your feedback and let us know what you would like to see more. Uh, and for now, uh, this webcast episode is finished. So I was Giuseppe Nell from DualShockers.com. And I wish you a great web week. And have a nice one. Bye.